The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail. Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation thanks to you we're living free we're a quilt of many colors and we breathe red white and blue we're america your country and america wants you it has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his prestigious co-host. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray and this week's co-host. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is May 28th, 2013. I'm Gary Ray along with Mr. Bill Forbes, former Deputy Secretary for the Veterans Administration and former Commander for the DAV. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. It's great to hear from you. (laughs) All right. How was that Memorial Day parade that you attended? Oh, uh, outstanding. Uh, We had rolling thunder in town as we normally have. And they were here in great numbers, and everybody looks forward to that uh, every Memorial Day. Great day. I bet it was. Hopefully next year we can all be there. Uh, Well, just before we uh, introduce our guest, I want to let you know there's something I've always wanted to say on the air. And today's show would be the most appropriate time to say it. So here we go. Good morning, Vietnam! Bring back any memories? (laughs) Peter? Yes. (laughs) All right. You know, our guest served with the Australian Army in the Republic of South Vietnam with the 3rd Battalion, the Royal Australian Regiment, also called Old Faithful. On their second tour during 1971, he was a combat medic with Charlie Company in the 7th Platoon. After serving, he went out in search of a veterans organization whose main direction was the welfare of veterans and their families. In 1989, he decided to become involved with the Veterans of the Vietnam War, Inc., a dedicated veteran brotherhood organization whose motto is people who care. Today, his credentials speak for themselves. He is the national commander and Australian commander 
for the Veterans of the Vietnam War, Inc., and the Veterans Coalition, President of the Veterans Fund of the United States, Associate Member Representative for Veterans Day National Committee, a member of the Non-Commissioned Officers Association, and a life member of the, for, actually, the Clan Forbes Society, and the list goes on. Let's welcome Peter Forbes. Good morning, sir. G'day. How are you? Nice to be here. Good, good. Now, maybe we can start off by you telling us, how does this organization differ from others? Well, it's it's very simple. We um, The organization does all the same things as all the other VSOs out there. However, you know, we do... We've been doing a military support package program since uh, 1999. Um, you know, now everybody's doing that same program. But in, in those years, we've done about three-quarters of a million packages that cost about, uh, I think, 15 to $16 to send each one. The other difference in, in the Veterans of the Vietnam War and the Veterans Coalition is that we do transitional housing for homeless veterans. And uh, we house about 450 homeless veterans a day in 27 locations. Uh, We have an 80% success rate in transitioning those veterans from uh, drug and alcohol, PTSD, and other related military and war problems back in society. So that makes us different. 400 and some? Yes, every day. That's, that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. And we and, need to do more. Uh huh. When you've got three hundred thousand homeless veterans in America, and that's, the the VA um, uh, only funds somewhere in the vicinity of fifteen to twenty thousand beds, there's something wrong with those figures. Yes. And most of our transitional homes. Uh, for homeless veterans are not funded by the VA. They're funded by our membership or our supporters. That's phenomenal. Now, Peter, you said you transition them. Do do you also, do you train them for jobs and and send them out to get jobs? How does that all fall into place? That's the unique part of, uh, of our program. Every one of our veterans work they have chores within their home, and then they have outside training programs like trade skills. Uh, we're just finishing off a, a United Veterans Beacon House in South Dakota, in Promise, South Dakota. We have three and a half acres of organic gardening. We have our own greenhouses. We have 450 chickens. We have two milking cows. Um, we have computer classes. We have budgeting classes, and we have a car restoration program where we teach mechanical operations, panel beating, uh, and so on, all the way through. Uh, we've got a rig out there that we teach our veterans who want to have their CDL license. We teach them to get that CDL license. Um, so we train them in, in, in all things that we can. We, uh, the, the Promise uh, Beacon House, in fact, will be the first responders now as they're going to be trained as EMTs. And they will then operate the first responders vehicle 
in a remote area of, of uh, South Dakota where the main um, operation out there is ranching. Uh-huh. Now, is South Dakota the only place you have this? Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. We have... We have them uh, all over the country, uh, uh, very heavily in New York because of the huge numbers of, of uh, homeless veterans in New York. We'd, uh, we'd like to do them in other places. In fact, we're trying to put together a, a new program for 20 homeless veterans along with a uh, culinary institute and a cafe here in Pittston, Pennsylvania. And... Uh, but you know, at the tune of uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, it's it's uh, a lot of money for our membership and supporters to come up with all the time. And then our biggest fight is against the people who don't want it in their backyard. Wow. And and I find that very difficult. Uh, you know, it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth when. You know, so many veterans in, in the United States and nobody wants a United Veterans Beacon House next to them or near them. That's you phenomenal. Know, we've, had, uh, we've had districts here in Pennsylvania that have rezoned a building that we put our deposit on so that we could not use it. And then two months after our... our um, uh, our sales agreement expired, rezoned it back again. Do these people know and understand that if it wasn't for these vets, they wouldn't have what they have? Well, I don't think a lot of people actually think past their nose. Um, you know, I think yesterday was Memorial Day. And I think uh, a great many people, other than veterans and those that are connected to veterans, the day would have been a holiday and a time to have a barbecue. Or a shopping sale. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it's not just happening here in the US, but it's happening in Australia. We have Anzac Day, which is like your Veterans Day. And uh, it used to be that you weren't allowed to uh, have a shop open on Anzac Day. Now the shops open earlier than what the march does. All right. Well, Peter, uh, that uh, point that you just brought up about the rezoning, um, uh, we've seen this in other areas, uh, even in Maryland, I think, on the Eastern Shore in Salisbury. Uh, there was an opportunity for a, a very nice uh, a dwelling in a location there in the town of Salisbury, and the uh, mm-hmm. city council moved to do the same thing. Yep. The the the, the sad part about that is that uh, I think they they the, the confusion here is that well, if you're bringing in homeless veterans, this is the same as a halfway house, and it's a lot different. I mean, it, it's significantly different in terms of of uh, what goes on in in in, uh, in a homeless uh, facility transition. for veterans yeah. and for transition and stuff like that. And I think the most important point that's missed when that occurs like that is these folks that come in 
who are now trying to, uh, 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 to, to get a better handle on their lives, they become stellar citizens in the community, and there's so many things that they can do to support that community because they're part of the community. And I think that's the, that's the, the uh, unfortunate part of that that's missed, that they're there to be a part of the community but not to, to be what they've thought of as far as a halfway house is concerned. Yes, but they're a special part of the community, Robert, um, because they have put on that uniform. They have stood up for the country. They have stood up for the freedoms in which every one of us live in. They've gone beyond the average person. Therefore, they deserve the second and third chance every time. Yeah. Well, and, and that's a great point, uh, Peter. And I think uh, for a person uh, uh, in your stature and the things that you're doing, you are the correct person to uh, to uh, uh, to announce that kind of information on the airwaves, so folks understand it's not what they've thought about this to be in the past, and just what you've said and how these individuals can be a part of the the the, the, the community. So we have to continue to get that message out. Yes, for sure. That's true. That's true. Mm. Well, it's it's that time. If everybody could just hold that thought, it's time for our first break. I want to remind everyone that our up, this upcoming event this week is the Salute Military Golf Association, also known as SMGA, will be gearing up for the May 30th through June 2nd PGA Tournament, the 2013 Mid-Atlantic Championship. SMGA.org will be... Sh- actually sharing tournament information on their site throughout the week. Our good friend and brother, Charles Eggleston, warrior golfer and SMGA board member, will be competing in the Pro-Am on Wednesday, May 29th. Come out during the tournament week and support Charles and the many other warrior golfers. For more information, go to smga.org or go to the events tab on the American Heroes Network for tickets. I'm Gary Ray along with Bill Forbes and our guest Peter Forbes. You're listening to the American Heroes Network and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Surprise you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. Um, we're here with uh, Peter Forbes. Uh, Peter, why don't you tell us a little bit about the organization? Well, first of all, we have to remind everybody the U.S. wasn't the only ones over in Nam, were they? No, there was 13 <laughs> countries in Vietnam. Yes. Australia, Australia had 66,000 veterans serving in Vietnam. We had our own ATF, um, and we had our own base and uh, uh, base of operations. Um, New Zealand was there. Um, Korea was there, and a very, very large number of Koreans. Um, and then w- what we had in our military was some of the British forces that were um, redacted to us, put on our uniform and served with us uh, overseas, as uh, Britain could not serve in, in Vietnam. But we still, you know, we had many Thai soldiers over there. There was a lot of people over there that most people, and even today, uh, people will say, you're Australian. Did you serve with the American forces over there? I said, I served with them, but I wasn't with them. I was with an Australian regiment. Oh, we didn't even know the Australians were in Vietnam. And that's that's a strange um, answer to get from somebody. When, you know, you've got uh, I think uh, four and a half thousand uh, New Zealand veterans that served over there. Sixty-six thousand Australian veterans served over there. Um, wow. So it, it, it is a bit, you know, disconcerting sometimes when you get answers like that. But um, we fought together, and we've been fighting together for the same cause for over a hundred years. You know, since uh, the First World War, Americans, Australians, Brits. You know, and our allies have been fighting alongside of one another, and that totals a hundred years. Yeah, it's been a long time, uh, uh, Peter. You know, uh, you you are quite keenly aware of many of the readjustment issues and factors that uh, 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 those of us who served uh, in the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, 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 and you continue to be a, a, a major part in trying to, to to help us deal with that here in this country. But 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 for for a few seconds, can you talk about some of the readjustment issues that you're aware of that uh, those who serve, say, from Australia and New Zealand, and the kinds of uh, issues that uh, they may have faced when they return and may be still facing medical mm-hmm. care, for an example, mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress, suicides. You know, we have yep. a, 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 a heavy number of suicides. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the, members of the United States Army, uh, uh, the, the suicide rate for Vietnam veterans exceeds the battlefield casualties that yes. we have in, in, in Vietnam, which was 58,210. So could you uh, kind of bring us up to date on, on some of those things as how they're going on in the other countries? Well, where you, you're looking at those sorts of figures, those sorts of figures are the same. Whether you go to Australia or New Zealand or to any other country that served in Vietnam, those sorts of suicide rates are the same. 
You know, they're very, very similar. And then you look at uh, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, you know, um, a lot of the places that um, have served, and, and not just Vietnam, but Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, PTSD, I remember that they, the, the VA told us, or the Department of Defence told us, that it would be about 12%. Uh, from the Iraq War and Afghanistan, Afghanistan War. And uh, then it went up a little bit, and then it went up, and then it finally got up to 48%. Um, a lot of these situations were known from Vietnam because Vietnam was the um, the new war, if, if I could call it that, because it, it brought up uh, things like uh, uh, Vietnam veteran service organisations that we're going to go out there and make things different for veterans and make things better for veterans and, in fact, have done so all over uh, Australia, the US. Um, New Zealand, because there's such a low number, and I'm sorry to say it comes down to uh, the numbers don't relate to a voting block. Here in the US, you have such a large number of veterans that you're a large voting block, therefore you have a large voice. However, in Australia, when you only have 66,000 Vietnam vets and then the lesser number of Iraqi vets and Afghanistan vets, and those people are still serving alongside Americans now in Afghanistan and as peacekeepers all over the world. But they're not a number that the politicians take notice of. Here in the U.S., that's the complete opposite. So so uh, I, I gather from what you're saying, Peter, is that there's not a strong advocacy for these uh, 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 serving members in, in Australia and in, in New Zealand uh, as we have here in the, in, in the United States. So no. uh, and, and then I guess that probably leads to why things are, uh, are much more difficult for them to get the attention and services that they, they, they really deserve after uh, serving in, in Vietnam. Well, there was, a, there was a notification just put out from one of our people that runs our website for the 3rd Battalion Royal Australian Regiment in Australia. And uh, it's just been put out by the Australian War Memorial and many people that have been to the Australian War Memorial in Canberra and many presidents here in the US have, have told me it's one of the best they've ever seen. However, Australia has never recognised Agent Orange as a uh, condition of service in Vietnam. To this day? Sorry? To this day? To this day. Now... Um, the the um, Australian War Memorial put out what I believe, what I was told was that Agent Orange was a figment of the veterans' imagination. Uh-huh. And they put it in writing. We're trying to get a copy of that so we can redact that. But the situation is, if you go to Australia, you'll find people working in the VA in Australia that are Americans. And the same here in the US. You've got a, you've got a, 
a mixture of people coming back and forwards, learning from each other. I remember, um, uh, I think it was a professor, professor Morris, who was uh, uh, the highest in PTSD. He toured uh, many areas of Australia talking about PTSD with the VA. And it was very difficult. Um, it took, you know, the VA stopped me from working, told me I had PTSD, and then made me fight for seven years to get um, you know, uh, compensation. And yet they wouldn't allow me to work. Wow. And, and then what, what I, when I came here in, in 1988, I assumed that the American veterans had everything. That the VA here in the U.S. was, was uh, had it all together. You know, they, they gave veterans and they worked for veterans. But then all I found was the same as we had in Australia. We, we found a VA that was adversarial and not conducive to assisting the veteran. Well, that's interesting, Peter, because, you know, I have this theory, and I think if you look at it, uh, maybe you would share it also, is that uh, I guess uh, the U.S. or with any country, the, the, the way we prepare and go into a war and, uh, and, uh, and we, we bring people in harm's way, it's a lot different when we're leaving and coming back. We, yes. We've got these warriors now returning to home and community and the, uh, the, the kinds of uh, scars uh, and diseases that they may have in, uh, incurred as a result of their services. It, 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 it's a different situation, very, very much uh, a, a difficult thing to get the proper services. Yes. But, but Wilbert, I, I have to say one thing. You can either sit down and, and feel sorry for yourself. Uh, I'm 156% service-connected to injuries and uh, conditions in Vietnam. I'm 100% handicapped. But you can sit and feel miserable and, and waste your life. Or you can say, you can take it on the chin... Fight for what, what you deserve, but do something positive that's going to make your life worthwhile. Well, there's, there's certainly an, an agreement on that, uh, Peter, and that's the way it has to be. It has to be veterans helping veterans, those of us who uh, understand the situation and maybe can navigate it a little bit better. We've got to get the word out to our folks because there's a tremendous amount of information that, you know, those of us who know would think that that's uh, something that everybody knows, but uh, but they don't know. For I mean, for an example, coming back to the U.S. right now with those who have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, most of those individuals now are not from the uh, – from the urban and suburban areas, they're from the rural and remote areas, mm -hmm. and uh, and the challenges that they have by virtue of where they live, transportation, and what have you, it's uh, it's uh, it's very significant. If they don't get the information in terms of how to navigate, then this is where this feeling of despair comes in, and they uh, get become frustrated, and they let it go, and that's unfortunate. That's yes, right. Well, Jack. 
Yeah, I, I believe you've seen our our uh, magazine, the Veteran Leader, Wilbur, yes, and yes. Uh, Gary is one on its way down to you. But on the front cover is a young man who's a member of our organisation, as is his father. They were both um, uh, Navy corpsmen in the military. And um, young Brian Ubel went to Afghanistan. He was in the top 3% of the best Navy corpsmen in the Navy. He went to, to Afghanistan... And he came back. He told them he was having problems. He was picked up multiple times for driving while asleep. He was picked up for all sorts of problems, his anger issues and so on. The Navy didn't do anything. And so he took a gun, walked out the back of his, of his uh, uh, apartment in Camp Lejeune, walked into the storm drain and blew his head off. Boy. Right? Now, I wrote a letter, and those letters are online and in the magazine. I wrote them from the head of the hospital that he served in in Camp Lejeune to the NCIS, to the Secretary of the Navy, the President of the United States, and the list goes on and on. Even uh, Bill O'Reilly uh, and several of the others in the, in the large media to bring the focus to these young young 21 to 35, 36-year-old veterans that are killing themselves. Boy. I never got one letter back from any part of the military or government. And that magazine went out to eight different countries, right, and 100,000 copies are all over the United States. And then even this weekend, they brought out the fact that 22 veterans or members of our military kill themselves every day. All right. Now, gentlemen, if we could hold that thought, we're just going to take a short break and we'll come right back to where we left off. Just a quick reminder, if you do have a merchant account for your business and you're interested in saving money on your merchant fees, check out the mobile sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. Just go to our mobile phone. Go to your mobile phone and type in hero.ub1, that's the number one, dot co and just click on their link. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Peter Forbes, uh, and uh, while we're on break, uh, we're all talking. And, and uh, Bill, you had a couple questions uh, for Peter. Well, uh, Peter, I, I think that last segment that we finished, it, uh, it certainly mm-hmm. gave a very quick account, but uh, a very important account of the yeah. readjustment concerns that exist on the uh, on uh, either side, whether you're here in the United States or, mm-hmm. or you're in any of the uh, other countries that uh, that uh, with the Allied group when we were in Vietnam, and uh, I think that you know uh, hopefully uh, sometime in the near future we'll get an opportunity to talk about that a little bit more in detail. Yep. But coming back to the U.S., uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, would you tell us a little bit about uh, the veterans of the Vietnam War, how it's organized, where it's yep. located, uh, chapters uh, mm-hmm. or units around the country, the yes. membership, and uh, who's yep. eligible to uh, become members uh, in the v- veterans of the Vietnam War? Well, um, the situation is that we've been around for 35 years. We have 60,000 members around the U.S., uh, we service all veterans from World War II onwards, and current serving military membership is always free. Now, as long as they're serving, their membership is free. The reason we, we altered our name, Veterans of the Vietnam War, Inc., and the Veterans Coalition, was that younger veterans did not want to, to um, uh, make people believe that they were a Vietnam vet. Because they weren't. They were uh, a Bosnian vet, or they were a, a Korean vet, or you know, or a, um, Iraqi vet. So we changed that to incorporate and embrace those younger veterans that are serving since Vietnam. Um, we have posts all over the United States and Canada, uh, as well as we have national at-large members, and that is the greatest number of members is the national at-large members. One of the programs that we do is is, uh, transitional housing for homeless veterans. Well, it would be strange if if the organisation promoted alcohol and drugs. 
you know, in a club setting, you know, and, um, you know, so uh, what we do is we try to dissuade those sorts of programs within our organisation. So we do not have bars in our, in our uh, organisation. We have meetings, we have uh, dinners, and uh, a lot of our posts have uh, a dinner each time they meet each month, uh, but there's no alcohol on the base. Um, because it's, you know, it's a bit counterproductive to be feeding alcohol on one side of it and then having to recover them on the other side. All right. So, uh, Peter, Peter, why don't you mention to uh, our listeners how they can find out more information about the organization? Yes. Well, you know, we're on uh, Facebook, and that's uh, BFUS.US. We're on Twitter as well. And it's again VFUS underscore US. Or we can be on email. And if anybody wants a copy of the magazine, The Veteran Leader, uh, they can email us on info at VFUS.US. Or they can call us on 1 800 843 8626. All right. That's 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 a lot of ways they can contact you. <laughs> yes, there is. All right. Yes. All right. And uh, again, uh, for members that want to join, uh, I gather that right on your website they do have a uh, application yes. uh, that they can yep. fill in and and send off and and uh, become a member. And Gary, even if they just want to sit and talk to a veteran or sit and talk to a veteran service officer or or just see what we do. Pick up right. the phone or send us an email. We'll send information out. Whatever we can do to help veterans, mm-hmm. and we've got to be able to stick together to help more veterans because we're, we've got all these veterans coming back and we don't seem to be doing enough. Mm-hmm. That's true. It always seems that way. Yep. You know, we've, uh, we've waited, what, 38, 40 years to be recognized, and it's finally yep. happening. Yes. <laughs> but slowly. Yep. <laughs> you know, people well, have to realize today's military are our sons and daughters. That's right. Uh, you know, and that's, I think right now that's what it's all about. Yes. Um, you know, so take it. I've seen on the site, too, Peter, that uh, you, uh, you ask for uh, utensils, uh, refrigerators, uh, yep. anything, any kind of farm equipment, any type yes. of animals. Yep. Uh, People can donate anything they want. Yes. <laughs> it would help. Well, we just got donated two milking cows from a, a 23-year-old woman in Minnesota, and she, she donated two registered airshare cows for the promised South Dakota Beacon House. Now, that Beacon House is set for Native American veterans. Now, most people don't know that 65% of all Native Americans are veterans and nobody services them Mm -hmm. and there is discrimination (laughs) we've seen it firsthand you know we we do a lot of their service officer work we have service officers all over the country and then there is discrimination and I you know I'm amazed that that we still discriminate against the Native Americans. 
even though they're, they're large numbers of veterans. Wow. Well, Peter, yes. your 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 advocacy and 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 in the greatest sense, the the organization's advocacy for veterans is to be commended. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, you've embarked upon a way to try to uh, to uh, capture uh, veterans uh, from all of the different wars yep. and, 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 and conflicts, and that's important because, you know, out of each of these wars that our, our men and women have served in, whether it be World War II, uh, uh, Korea, Vietnam, uh, the Gulf, Afghanistan, and Iraq. There's, there's some specific uh, 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 kinds of situations that uh, uh, that pertain uh, to those individuals that serve uh, at that particular time. And yes. and look, uh, we know that uh, once you've uh, you've served and you come back, you know, with the scars of war, they remain there for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just searching uh, the, some websites this morning, and uh, it was announced yesterday that the oldest uh, living World War II uh, 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 from the war there is a gentleman by the name of Richard Arvine Overton in uh, Austin, Texas. 107 years of age, World mm. War II veteran. He's still around. Yep. And, uh, you know, as they stay around, those issues that uh, that came about as a result of their service will be there. They will yep. always be there. And it's the kinds of things that you do uh, with the uh, veterans of the Vietnam War and the coalition is certainly a major, major advocacy role for all of our serving uh, uh, men and women uh, who've, who've uh, faced war. Mm-hmm. That's just phenomenal. Now, again, um, our listeners uh, should be aware that they can go to the website, fill out a membership application, become a member, and hopefully with everybody involved here, uh, we can make a difference uh, to have that VA be more supportive. Is that right? That's right. We've We've got to continue to knock down these walls and Make the VA conciliatory rather than adversarial. All right. Well, it's that time again, gentlemen. Uh, just going to take a real short break here. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Peter Forbes. And, uh, Peter, what do we need to do to actually help make a difference here? Well, I think the, the biggest thing that we can do is volunteer. Now, that can be as easy as volunteering to do a food drive for homeless veterans, uh, and that's something that can be done on a very local level. Or you can volunteer to help veterans' organizations uh, do whatever they are committed to doing. You know, for us, you can join our working bees in South Dakota or in Pittston or wherever we're building beacon houses for homeless veterans. All of our beacon houses are built by volunteers. So we, we look for electricians and uh, tradespeople, but we also look for people that don't have skills so we can teach them skills. So, you know, people say, oh, well, I don't have any skills. You know, well, we'll soon teach you those skills that you need to help and put those beacon houses together. We've got to house and transition more and more veterans. With 48% of all of the veterans coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq having some form of PTSD or traumatic brain injury, what is going to happen to these people as they get older and PTSD takes its toll or a traumatic brain injury takes its toll? And where mum and dad or the wife is not there anymore. Yes. You know, it's, it's organisations like ours that are going to have to take up the slack because the VA is definitely not going to do it. Because there, there is such a bureaucracy that most of the money is spent, you know, wasted on bureaucrats trying not to give veterans what they've earned so volunteer get involved do something you know even do a a drive for products that go into military support packages that goes to those people those members of our military serving overseas to give them a little bit of home and it's and uh, Wilbert Gary you'd know what that feels like Uh you know to have something come from home that and you're in a war zone, and it just gives you that little bit of uh, extra force to go back to what you're doing. That's correct. So, you know, I, you can't say it enough. Volunteer, volunteer. Help our heroes. Help our warriors. Volunteer for vets. That's what it's all about. You know, I, I just saw on your site, too, uh, Peter, that uh, yep. I don't know if that's still available, but you had something you're looking for uh, help uh, for someone to volunteer to drive the truck to uh, the, the, yep. the semi to uh, South Dakota. Yeah, I've got a 53-foot trailer that's got some equipment in that we have to get to South Dakota. And we've written to just about every transport company in the United States. We even went to the Teamsters Union who said they would do it and they've failed miserably. Every time they've had more excuses than a dog's got fleas. 
and I, I mean that. You know, these, this this equipment is for the Beacon House in South Dakota, but uh, the the 53-foot trailer we were donated by Swift. Swift took one of the trailers out to South Dakota. The other one sits here in Pennsylvania. And, you know, I think the only letter of response I got back from the transport companies was one, uh, I think it was ABF. They were the only ones that said they couldn't do the job. All the rest never reply. And let's, let's go to it, Gary. Let's, let's get to the real crux of this. If, if um, and I, I wrote this on our, our Facebook page, if I built a, a pet shelter, right, and remembering oh. that I have a PTSD dog with me at all times, right, but if I built a, a pet shelter, I would raise more money for that pet shelter than I would ever raise for veterans. And that That's, is the fact uh, of life. Yes. That's the sad part about it. And we need to change that. We need mm-hmm. to change that mindset. Yes. You know, again, what can we do to help? Uh, the force of an organization, uh, become a member. Uh, your voice is everything, isn't it? Yes. You know, we, we've got donations on our, on our uh, website that are as small as $10. You can donate a set of utensils for the kitchen of a beacon house for a value of $10. You know, there's other things that you can donate right up to, to beds and um, sheet sets. And a sheet set is $35. You know... Those donations are, are capable from everybody in the United States. Jeez. Again, um, what's that address, the website address? And, well, the, the email address is info at vfus.us or call 1-800-843-866. It's phenomenal. So again, Peter, um, we're all here to help, um, and that's what it's all about. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we'll be we'll be getting that information from you hopefully today that you sent us. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, that's going to be. We can actually start posting stuff on our website also to to help, and. Um, uh, we'll share it, we'll, you know, share this experience and make sure we get more word out about the organization and how it is helping. And it is strictly voluntary. I mean, y- your whole organization is strictly volunteers, isn't it? We, we have two paid employees, mm-hmm. and we've only ever had two paid employees. We don't have – we have our own headquarters that's paid for and worked for and paid for by the membership – but, you know, we don't have big offices in Washington, D.C. Uh, we don't have paid offices and paid people around the country. We have a national executive director that is paid and a webmaster that is paid. I am a volunteer, and everybody else that I work with are volunteers. 
That's phenomenal. And again, if you if you know how to drive a tractor trailer, be sure to give them a call. Um, take a little time off. And how long would it take uh, if it someone about drove two the trailer? Two and a half days. Two and a half days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And once they get there, drop off the stuff. They just turn around and come back. Yep. Okay. So we're talking about a week here, uh, taking your time and having a good time. Yeah. Because yep. they're not they're not alone, are they? No. 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 Yeah. No. Always somebody to go along for the ride. Oh, yes, very much so. Sounds good. So that's great, Gary. I really do appreciate your service and the service you're providing to get uh, the stories out to veterans and supporters because supporters are a lot of the the help that come to us. They're not veterans. Some of their family members or their friends of families that have served and these are the people that come out and help build these beacon houses for homeless veterans. That's true. That's true. And you get uh, all of these uh, places like uh, Lowe's and Hope Depot to chip in uh, some building materials. Well, it, you've got to you've got to compete. Oh, you know, okay. With Home Depot is five thousand dollars maximum, and with uh, Lowe's it's more. But you've got to compete, and there's a competitive grant issue all over the country. Um. And when you're in South Dakota, you've got no chance of getting any grants out there for, from, you know, uh, you've only got 700,000 people in the whole, the whole state. So, you know, getting something out of Menards or uh, Home Depot, whatever, is, is not going to happen. Um, but even here, it's, it is tough, even in, in Pittston, um, because, you know, Walmart's the same. They have so many. And see, one company does all of the, um, the grant applications. You know, they assess all the grant applications and make the determinations for people like uh, Walmart, Home Depot, um, all of these larger companies, Coca-Cola, um, right. Anheuser-Busch. They're all done by one company. So, right. you know, um, and let's face it, Veterans are not the flavour, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sorry to say that. Yeah, but it's but well, it's, it's the truth. All right. Well, Peter, our show is coming to a yep. close. I'd like to thank you for being our guest. Um, and I appreciate do you, again, you. you want to mention again how they can contact you? They can contact us by calling one eight hundred eight four three eight six two six, or our email address is info at vfus.us. All right. We any have closing many more email addresses, but that's the easiest one to give you. Okay. Any, any closing words for our listeners? Sorry? Any closing words? Well, just uh, I think, you know, be, become part of the solution and not become part of the problem. That's you right. know, work towards getting veterans their dues. And, you know, every time you meet a veteran, you see him on the street, thank him for his service or her service. Don't be afraid to walk up and shake their hand. That's right. Bill, you have any closing remarks? Well, I'd just like to thank Peter again for being with us and and most importantly to bring in another dimension on this, the, the, the concerns that veterans have 
uh, as they go through their readjustment and uh, living their lives when they return to home and community. That's right. Well, I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill Forbes, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by the Voice America on the Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericavariety.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network it's staff and management.